Good morning. Welcome to Church of Palms, of the Palms. My name is Adam Rents, and I am in 12th grade at Riverview High School. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As we prepare for worship, let us bow our heads in prayer. God of us all, you have called us together to be, in your peop to be your people, in the easy places and in the hard places. Open the eyes of our hearts to see your face and our parents, siblings, and family members, our youth group members and leaders, our teachers and classmates, and even in the people whose names we don't know. We pray this in the name of Jesus who calls each person a child of God, amen. Now as we worship together, may our hearts receive his Holy Spirit, our ears listen to his word, and our voices be raised in praise to the glory of God.
Good morning. My name is Olivia Mason, and I'm a junior at Venice High School. Please stand for the responsive call to worship. We are all children of a loving creator. No matter how far we wander or how lost we may be, just as God rejoices when we come together as one family, Let us worship God. My name is Blake Quigley, and I'm in 11th grade at Riverview High School. No matter how hard we try to follow, we find ourselves drifting from God. Sometimes we take big, intentional steps away. Other times we think we've been following, only to look down and see that we are off course. 
God doesn't expect us to follow perfectly. There is always a path back for us, and it is in the returning that we come to know the powerful mercy of God. Let us confess our sin together. Jesus, our Savior, you see the ways we try to follow you and the ways that we fail. We have not always loved our neighbors or ourselves with your all-encompassing love. We have seen to our own needs and wants and forgotten to speak up for the voiceless, to care for the needy, to love the forgotten. Forgive us, we pray. Give us your eyes to see every person as a child of God, your heart that loves each one, your feet that walk alongside of all of us, and your hands that reach out to serve. In his name we pray. Amen. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and may have it abundantly. Let us rejoice in that abundant life and feel it fully within ourselves. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ. Now let us state what we believe using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. Sit at the palm of right hand of God the Father Almighty. From this you shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now we invite you in the love of Christ to turn and greet your neighbors.
Good morning. We are so glad you're here at Church of the Palms this morning. This is, uh, if you haven't figured it out already, Student Ministry Sunday, and we are so excited to have our students here leading us in worship. Give them a big round of applause, would you please? Yes. Excellent. Yes, it's my favorite Sunday of the year, not only because I don't have to preach, but also because we get to hear these great stories of the experiences that our students have had on the trips that you sponsor as student sponsors uh, throughout the course of the year. So uh, this is a great day for us to hear from them about how God has been real in their life and how God is moving uh, throughout that ministry. So we look forward to that. <clears throat> we also look forward to Welcome you to our uh, new member class. If you are thinking about uh, what is Church of the Palms all about and uh, want to know more, we would love to have you come and join us at our new member class, which is over in the chapel at 1015 right after the service. Go on over there, get a cup of coffee, take a seat, and we'll uh, share with you a bit about Church of the Palms and how you can be a part of our, our life and mission. So we welcome you to that. Next Sunday, we're going to be collecting shoes for our ministry partner, mission partner, Immokalee, uh, where we will be having the chance to uh, give shoes out to children uh, who, are being, uh, who are preparing for school and are moving on with the next chapter of their life. So we invite you to take note of that. The information is in your bulletin, but uh, buy some new shoes for children and bring them to us beginning next Sunday as we collect those and support those uh, migrant workers in Immokalee and uh, the great mission that we have down there uh, with Mission PDL. We also invite you to put on your calendars in two weeks, August the 25th, two weeks from today, is our Bon Voyage Sunday. And uh, we're going to begin the Good Journey, this wonderful series that we'll be embarking upon over the course of this fall and winter. And we would love to have you be with us as you learn, we learn more about that journey on Bon Voyage Sunday, the 25th of August, two weeks from today. And we encourage you, we'll be over in the Palm Center doing all sorts of activities and giving you some resources to take on your journey with you. So uh, mark that on your calendar and make sure that you're here and wear your favorite Hawaiian shirt. I don't, let's get some response to that, please. You wear, you wear your favorite Hawaiian shirt. It's going to be, going to be great. Uh, and then also on that same day in the evening, 7 o'clock, middle school and high school students are uh, having their kickoff Sunday uh, that evening at 7 o'clock. So we invite uh, families to put that on their calendar as well, 7 p.m. on August the 25th. We will be uh, gathering up all, all of our middle school and high school students to uh, join in a great kickoff celebration. Uh, you'll see a green form in your bulletin that is for our nominating uh, team that is looking for suggestions uh, either to self-nominate or to nominate somebody else that you think would serve well in the role of deacon, elder, or shepherding deacon. And the descriptions of those offices are in the back of the form. So take a look at that. If somebody comes to mind, put their name down, even more preferable, uh, check with them first before you put their name down. Uh, but we would love to have you uh, let us know of some people that we could include in the leadership of our church uh, upcoming this year. And we have one of our dearest uh, church members, Doris Kamar, who worships with us on, uh, on uh, video stream. And we are grateful that we get to celebrate her birthday today. She just turned 95. And so on the count of three, we want you to wish happy birthday to Doris, uh, who just turned 95. She's watching on TV, we hope, even as we speak. So on a count of three, one, two, three. 
Happy birthday, Doris. We love you, Doris, and we're so glad that you are worshiping with us uh, via the television. Now let's continue our worship as we think about the highlights and see the highlights of our mission trips this past year.
name is Reese Nipper, and I'm in eighth grade at SSAS. Let us pray. God of all kindness, you gave your one and only son because you loved the world so much. We pray for the peace of the world. Move among us by your spirit. Break down barriers of fear, suspicion, and hatred. Heal the human family of its divisions and unite it in the bonds of justice and peace. We pray for our country. Enrich our common life. Strengthen the forces of truth and goodness and teach us how to share prosperity. That those lives who are impoverished may pass from need and despair to dignity and joy. We pray for those who suffer, especially the families of the victims who were recently killed. Surround them with your love, support them with your strength, console them with your comfort, and give them hope and courage beyond themselves. Lord, we pray for all the graduated seniors who are beginning a new season in their life. May they always know of your love and feel your presence of times when they may feel scared, overwhelmed, and alone. Gracious God, we pray for all the students who are beginning a new school year and for all the adults in this congregation, as well as the teachers, tutors, mentors, and coaches who love and support them along their journey. Fill them all with your wisdom, kindness, and love. We pray for all your people in every part of the world, redeemed by Christ, dedicated to service, and called to love. We pray as Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We are now invited to worship God with our seeds and offerings. When I am down and oh my soul so weary, when troubles come and my heart burden be.
is Olivia Befeas, and I'm in seventh grade at Sarasota Middle School. Let us pray. Gracious God, as Jesus has taught us, is more blessed to give than receive. And with that heart, we give this offering to you. Thank you for the generosity of this church family and for the opportunity to worship you in this way. May this offering bless others as you have blessed us. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Please be seated. We would now like to invite the children to come forward for the children's moment. We have lovely Kate Wagner, who is going to be a junior at Riverview High School, and she's going to do the children's moment this morning before we bless your backpacks. Come on up. Big and little. Come on. summer I went on a trip to Montreat and while we were on our way to North Carolina we stopped in Georgia and we kind of did a backyard VBS with the kids in the local community and when we were there we made these salvation bracelets that Miss Carol's holding right now and they basically have beads with different colors on them that each represent a step in Jesus's story so first you have the blue bead, which represents God's creation of a perfect world with all the plants and animals that you see every day. And then next you have the black bead, which represents humans kind of bringing in darkness and destroying that perfectness, like if you're wearing a clean shirt and you get it all dirty. And next you have red, which represents Jesus's blood when he died on the cross for our sins. After that, there's white. After Jesus died for our sins, all of the darkness was washed away, like if you took your dirty shirt and your mom washed it for you, so now it's all clean. Next, you have green, so when our sins were washed away, all of Jesus' followers could grow in their faith and connect more to Jesus. And then you have yellow, which represents, or maybe gold, the golden streets of heaven that we'll all walk on one day and be with God forever. And in the middle, you have the cross, which is the perfect example of Jesus and how God loves us everlasting. And what you guys can do is you're going to get these and you can wear them as a necklace or a bracelet or you can even attach them to your backpacks as like a lanyard. So when you go back to school, it can just be a reminder that God's always with you. Great. So why don't we, gra why don't we gather together? We're going to bless your backpacks. Come on, scooch together. We're going to stand up and... Scooch together a little bit. Come on. And if you didn't bring your backpack, it's okay. We got lots of blessings to do here. Come on in, Dylan. Come on. All right. All right. All right. You ready? Gracious God, we lift to you today these wonderful children here and all the children and youth who will be in preschool, in kindergarten, in elementary school, going into middle and high school, and even college. Lord, bless these backpacks and the children who, and the youth who carry them as they begin another year of school. Give them peace when they feel nervous, focus when they feel distracted, energy when they feel tired. Open their minds to lessons they will learn both in the classroom and out of the classroom. 
help them to make friends that build one another up and be friends to those who need them. Guide them in making good choices as they grow in wisdom and in maturity. God, be ever present with them in the classroom, on the school bus, on the playground, and at home with their families and their siblings and their families. And may they feel your loving care in all that they do. In Jesus' name, amen.
darkness, I will follow you. Oh, my lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise. You will carry me safe. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. Oh, my lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise. You will carry me safe to shore. My name is Ryan Chate, and I'm in 11th grade at SMA, Sarasota Military Academy. The scripture passage from 1 John, or the scripture, the scripture passage comes from 1 John, chapter 4, through verses 7 through 12. Beloved, beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love, does not love, does not know God for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is, this, in this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so, so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. My name is Steve Sipes. I am the director of youth ministries here at Church of the Palms. And I don't think you need to hear from me. What we'd like to do is give you an opportunity to hear from some of our students who went on our trips this summer, some of their experiences there. So I'm going to turn it over to them. Starting with Morgan. Hi, my name is Morgan Wilson. I'm in eighth grade at SMS. This past week, I went to the Church of the Palms Adventure Camp. We started off each day by doing the food pantry and grouping up with the Boys and Girls Club to help with yarns. We would end the day by doing something entertaining such as Sky Zone or going to the beach. On the last day, we went to Immokalee to help with the Mission Pinnell, whatever, to feed and help out the families in need. The camp was really entertaining and fun, and I saw God through the people that we helped out, and I would do it again. Hi, my name is Brett, and I'm a ninth grader at Riverview High School. And I went on the middle school missions trip. This year's middle, middle school trip was one of the best experiences I had this summer. I got to hang out with my friends, touch the lives of kids at the Boys and Girls Club, and help my relationship with God grow. 
On the first day, we had a two-hour bus drive to Deland, where the only stop was a McDonald's on the way. We didn't do much the first day. Once we got there, we ate dinner and spent around an hour figuring out how to connect to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Later that day, they described what our itinerary would be each day, and we went to worship, and then we went to bed. Every other day, we had the same routine. Breakfast was from 6.30 to 8, so naturally we arrived at 7.59 every day. After breakfast, we would have an hour of free time before we would go to our morning energizer, where two teams, Pack and Pride, would do challenges to give our team points, and we were on the pack. Every day, one of the challenges were for the youth pastors, and Steve won the first round with ease, but as he made it to the semifinals, you could see the boredom in his eyes as he let the other contestants win. After the Energizer, we would go after the Energizer, we would go to the Boys and Girls Club for about four hours. The kids were respectful and even the high schoolers treated us as equals. We got to play video games, basketball, or whatever activity the directors organized for the kids. This was their free time where they could choose their activities. After an hour, we would have our lunch break with the older kids as the younger kids went inside. Lunch was about 45 minutes and once we finished eating our packed lunch, we could go play with them. The kids there were truly amazing, and the ways we touched their lives and the ways we touched, they touched ours was more than I could have ever imagined. The kids were constantly asking me to play different games with them, and after an hour, they would have their free time again so we could go outside and play. After the Boys and Girls Club, we would have free time where one day we went to some springs where we would swim. The water was very cold, and once we entered, it was very soothing. We brought goggles and had a very scenic view of the cave underneath us. The next time we had free time, we did a, a couple of us went to watch the new football movie by Tim Tebow. We had the entire theater to ourselves. Once free time was over, we would head over to dinner and would typically stay until the end. Once it was over, our church would split in half to have small group. Having every boy in a group did not allow us to get much done, however, we did have a good time. As soon as it was over, we would head over to worship so we could connect to God through music, prayer, and the speaker's sermon. He helped us learn about the Ten Commandments and how we should follow them. Then we would go to a class and talk about our day and what we did and anything on our, pray for anything on our mind. On the last day, we ate breakfast and signed out. We spent the entire day at Aquatica, where we relentlessly sprayed each other with our spray sunscreen and inevitably got lost at the Lazy River. Overall, I had a great experience at our church middle school trip, and I hope I can find a similar experience in high school. Hi, my name is Lizzie Strom, and I'm an 11th grader at Sarasota High School. I'm also a part of Sarasota Young Voices. I've been with this group for about five years now, and I can say my life has truly changed through this group. I started off not even really knowing how to sing or read music at all, and I've learned most things I now know about music through this group, and I'm truly thankful for that. But we don't just learn music, we also go on tours every summer. This past year, we traveled to Canada. It was very special because our director, Genevieve, is from Canada, and even spoke French. It was so cool to see our leader be so proud of her hometown and everyone in it. I know most people say this, but this trip we took was definitely one of my favorites. Some of my best memories we were when everyone would sing in random places, like a bus or an airport terminal. And all the people around us would just stop and listen to the music. It was truly amazing how well music can bring people together. One of my favorite days on the trip was when we went canoeing on a beautiful lake. 
Luckily, we didn't flip over because we had a performance later that day. <laughs> we had so much fun being with each other and strengthening our relationships, and I'll never forget the happiness everyone felt that day. To be honest, I've never sang in a more beautiful cathedral. During the first few days we were in Canada, we traveled to Sherbrooke, and we sang in a cathedral that allowed our voices to carry through the space. It was so cool to end a piece of music and still hear the echo of your voice through the space. The feedback we got from these concerts were truly amazing, and we were able to give our audience music from the heart, which is all that mattered, at the end of the day. <laughs> so even if we messed up on a note or went a little flat, don't tell Ms. Beauchamp, <laughs> we would laugh it off in the end. But then, but that's the kind of group we are. The friends I've found through this group are lifelong and some I'll always stay in touch with. They are the kind of friends I would call if I was upset or just wanted to hang out. I never expected Sarasota Young Voices to change my life in the way it did, but I'm truly thankful it did because I'm a better person for it. My name is Christina Saba, and I'm making a cameo appearance here on Student Sunday, which may be why they have me behind the giant plant and the baptismal font over there. Um, so these are my kids, Matthew and Marissa, and we went on the family mission trip to the Dominican Republic this past summer. I'd like to tell you a little bit about it. Um, actually, I'd like to tell you a lot about it, but I do have a time limit. Um, so what was it like? Well, it was not hot and steamy. It was hot and steamy. <laughs> um, so what kind of work did we do there? Um, we did some construction work, which Matthew will tell you about. Um, we also ran kind of what you call like a vacation Bible school. We had tons of kids come every day. We read Bible stories with them. We played with them. We danced with them. We made crafts with them. We also made crafts with some of the women, the mothers of the children. Um, we played basketball with the teens. I, of course, did not do that. Matthew did that. And we played, um, some of us played music, which was awesome, and we sang a lot. Um, as you know, you may have seen in the news, of course, leading up to our trip, there was a lot of negative news about the Dominican Republic. And so I just wanted to tell you that we did not see anything of that. We felt safe and secure truly the entire time. Um, the folks that are there, on the ground. There's a woman named Melanie who is an American who lives there with her Dominican husband and family. And she can help you navigate any problem you might have. For example, if you jump off of a cliff and you break your wrist and you have to go to the hospital, Melanie can help you navigate all of that. Um, Second, we had a group of interpreters um, who worked for Melanie, who were with us really at all times. Um, and this is not like the Sherpas going up to Mount Everest. These are teens and young adults who are not only bilingual, uh, but college-educated, well-traveled, and may someday be the people who are running the Dominican Republic. They were amazing, and they were our angels. Um, if I had to have one word about the trip, It was inspirational.
Don't make the mistake of thinking that this trip was about a group of well-off Americans bestowing their gifts and talents on underprivileged people who lived in dirt floor tin huts, and that's what they were. Quite the opposite. If anything, the scales tipped far more in the other direction. The church we were helping to build is the sixth in a series of churches called The Refuge. It was our blessing and privilege to worship at the first church with its congregation. The spiritual excitement of the Dominicans there, the passion they have for their church, the place that God holds in their daily lives, and the faith they have in God, despite the very trying circumstances in which they live was humbling. I think I speak for everyone, kids and adults on the trip, when I say it was the Dominicans who bestowed their gifts and talents on us about how to truly walk with Jesus minute by minute. And one last very important point, if for whatever reason this trip is not in the cards for you, but you instead contribute financially so that others may go, thank you, you're making the good work happen. Hi, my name is Marissa Seba, and I'm in eighth grade. Today I'm gonna to tell you about some parts of the Dominican Republic mission trip I went on this summer. First, I'm going to talk about the kids' ministry we held next to the construction site. Children who live nearby would come sing, dance, play games, watch science experiments, make crafts, and learn about God. All the kids I met in the Dominican Republic were so outgoing and kind to me, other volunteers, and friends they met there. It was crazy for me to see and feel what a strong sense of community there was there. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the rest day we had on Wednesday of the week we were there. Our day off might have been the most tiring day. However, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had and I will remember it for the rest of my life. We went canyoning at a place called Harabacoa. We woke up and got on the bus around 5.30 a.m. Once we got there, we put on our wetsuits and hiked down to a 30-foot cliff next to a waterfall. We had options to either jump off the cliff or zip line down. I chose to jump off the cliff. I will never forget the thrill of jumping from that cliff and plunging 30 feet into the water. After that, we hiked to two cliffs that we repelled from, attached to the rope with the harnesses we wore. The first cliff was about 40 feet tall and the second around 150 feet. People always say don't look down, but the view from how high up we were was beautiful. It's so hard to describe how the trees, the sky, the rocks, and the water looked like it was out of a movie. Once it was over, we were so tired, but for me it was 100% worth it. The last thing I want to talk about is when we did home visits the last two days of our trip. We went into groups around the community and talked to people and prayed for them. 
One specific memory I have from it is from the second house we went to. We were talking to a woman and someone asked her if she was a Christian. She said, no, but I believe I will become a Christian eventually, whether it's today, tomorrow, or next year. Then someone asked, what's keeping you from becoming a Christian? The woman said she never did anything bad except she smokes. She also believed that there were vices in her house, such as her husband drinking. These things made her believe that she wasn't good enough for Christ. It was explained to her that all Christians sin, no one is perfect, but God still loves all of us. Then everyone put their hands on each other's shoulders as we prayed for her and then prayed with her. She started crying and asked us where the church was and what days and times the services were so she could start going as soon as she possibly could. It's hard to put into words how you could really feel God's presence in that moment, and it was amazing to think that such a short time ago, she had said, maybe I'll become a Christian today, tomorrow, or in a year, and it happened sooner than she had thought. I know lots of people come back from mission trips saying it was life-changing, but that's honestly what it is, and there's no other way to put it. This trip is something I will never forget, as well as the people we helped there, I also made some amazing friends with a couple of the translators and other kids in the group. I really don't cry a lot, but in the airport and on the flight home, I started crying five times and even watching the pictures put on the screen made me tear up. This was one of the best experiences of my whole life and I want to go back every year I can. My name is Matthew Saba. Starting tomorrow, I will be a sophomore at Sarasota High School. This past summer, I joined about 16 other people from Church of the Palms for a family mission trip to the Dominican Republic. We worked hard and had a great time. One of our main jobs on the DR mission trip was to build the walls for a small church under construction. In order to achieve this, we had to form a bucket brigade. We would pass heavy buckets of concrete hand over hand to a Dominican worker who would pour it into cinder blocks. Then he would pass the bucket back down the line to guys working the concrete mixer. We repeated this back and down process for about two and a half hours at a time. It is not a one-man job. It requires teamwork and coordination. While we're on the subject of the concrete bucket brigade, I have to agree with my mom that the DR is very hot and steamy with very little AC to be found. However, we were given frequent water breaks and fresh coconut water from coconuts found right on the work site to keep us hydrated. One of the ministries the men in our group participated in was playing basketball with the local teens. 10 yards away from the front door of the church where we were worshiping is a basketball court. We put out we put the word out about the clinic we would be offering. About 30 teens showed up on the for first day, and then about 40 teens on the second day, including one girl. We warmed up with some simple drills and then played for about an hour and a half. Everyone had a lot of fun. After the games were over, some of the kids said that they wanted to start coming to church, which was absolutely great to hear. One last story. The pastor of the church we attended and of the church under construction was a man named Julio. On the same property as our construction worksite, there is a vocational training center 
built by prior mission workers in memory of Pastor Julio's son, Emmanuel. In a tragic and very sad case of mistaken identity, Emmanuel was fatally shot by a gang member. In order to try and prevent this type of tragedy from happening to other families, Pastor Julio had the vocational center built to give teens in the community skills they can use to earn a living instead of turning to crime and gangs. They are learning to be electricians, refrigerator technicians, forklift operators, and home decor craftswomen. It's a real success story. I had a great time in the DR, and I hope you all will consider going. It will exceed your expectations, and you will learn so much. Thank you. Hello, my name is Allison Lindell, and I'm going to be starting my senior year at Riverview High School. Montreat is an almost indescribable place, but I'm up here today to attempt to describe the indescribable. Upon attending Montreat, I had numerous friends that had gone and told me that it was life-changing. And I'm not going to lie, I did have my doubts wondering how five days in North Carolina could be so life-changing. However, standing up here today, I can definitely say that my life is forever changed by Montreat Youth Conference. The relationships formed at Montreat are the most special relationships you will form in your life. In a short five days, I met people that I can say will definitely be in my life forever. I had a particularly special bond with two girls that I met in Montreat that not everyone gets to experience, but I was so lucky to. There was a girl in my small group named Kristen, and her best friend's name was Sydney. Luckily, Sydney was in my best friend Lauren's small group. And through the unfortunateness of a rainy hike, we ended up all meeting and becoming very good friends. We were invited to their house for lunch, and we ended up meeting their youth leaders and the entire rest of their youth group. Their youth leaders were incredibly special people, as were they. And we also made friendship bracelets together at their house, which was the most pure form of friendship I'd felt in a very long time, all thanks to Montreat. We now also have a trip to Greensboro, North Carolina planned to go and visit them. So I think I can speak for everyone that met went to Montreat by saying that we all have forever friends in very many states. The relationships I gained with the individuals at Church of the Palms was also incredibly special. It's crazy how close you can become with people that you don't know very well in a short amount of time. And I will never forget the beauty of singing worship music with the most kind-hearted people I've ever met while we were at our house. And watching everyone grow and form new friendships and closer relationships was the most beautiful experience I've ever had. And most importantly, I formed a closer relationship with God. Seeing the beauty of the environment around us at Montreat, the love shared between every person there, regardless of how long they had known each other or how well, it is clear to me and it helped me witness the love that God has for each and every one of us. I'm so grateful for the closeness I felt to God throughout my journey at Montreat, and I will never forget the memories that were made at Montreat. I am eternally grateful for Church of the Palms and Montreat Youth Conference. Thank you. What an honor I get to spend most of my summer with, uh, with these kids. If you would join with me, let's just give them a word of encouragement. All of them. I, I believe it's my job to create opportunities, to create opportunities to learn and grow, whether it's uh, rappelling down a waterfall or learning how to pray. I also believe it's part of my job to give them an opportunity to experience God in a new way. 
And so I really uh, am excited that that happened this summer, and I'm so thankful for your support. Uh, the other opportunity would be that you might want to become more involved. If you're interested in volunteering with us, going on any of these trips, or spending some time with some of these young people, please give me a call. Um, we're going to do a song. So Thank you again.
told you it was the greatest Sunday of the year. Wasn't that wonderful? Give them another round of applause, would you please? And they are on their way to do it all over again at the 10 o'clock service and then after that the 11 o'clock service. And you are welcome to join us over in the Palm Center. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.